One, two, three, four. Our volumes are looking good, looking good, feeling better. You know what I'm saying? Now the sun's gone, but there. Three, two, one. You are live and in action. Welcome to the Be Rare Podcast. I'm Mike Rotunda. It has been a minute, but I'm back and I'm on my game. And I'll tell you why I'm on my game is because uh, I'm motivated to get the word out there about multiple things, right? Life, fitness, current events, humor, and all the other things in between. But it's not very fun to record a podcast by yourself. Actually, it's extremely awkward to sit down and record it, and then you listen back to it, and you're usually not happy with what you hear, even if you do this professionally on the radio. It's completely different in a podcast setting, and that is why I am beyond excited to announce joining me right now on the podcast, and you will be able to hear him regularly, is my longtime friend, my dude, Loki B. Hello. Oh, hi. Oh, is that you controlling your levels? Me? I'm, uh, I'm trying not to get too excited. That was, I, I will say this. That was one take. One take Jake over here, Micah Rotunda. That was as smooth as... Is that like as, a Jake the Snake reference? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are we getting... <laughs> just, wait a minute. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You can't mention wrestling. I can't say the W word. That's a, So, no, oh, I'm going to get into it later, but... Okay, okay. Hi. Okay. My name is Lukey B. Um... What's the buzz? What's what's no, buzzing? What's buzzing? What's, what's buzzing? What's okay. buzzing? Um, I um, have known Micah for about four years, and we've been uh, trying to get me to do a podcast and her to do a podcast, and to keep ourselves on track. And this is uh, just an effort between two really good friends to hold each other accountable. Yeah. To do some cool ass shit. Yeah, do you know? greatness. Just, which is so interesting. So we've known each other for four years. Yep. Like you think about that and we've had how many hundreds of conversations about a podcast. But for some reason I don't think it dawned on either of us of like, let's sit down and record. I think that a lot of it comes from just I think that a lot of fear to do something new or just I can only speak from my experiences. I don't want to talk for you, but for me to do something that's new, to do something that's challenging, that's kind of outside of my world. I know that you live within this radio world and you're recording constantly and you're an on-air personality. For, for me, I work in corporate America. And to do something that, one, I'm exploring my ideas and kind of challenging my ideas and also talking with people that are doing stuff that's really cool and pushing themselves, um, you know, trying to do it by yourself is really hard even though I'm well connected and there are things that I think that are really cool that I think that other people would as well, it's still hard to keep a schedule while you're working a 40 hour a week job if you don't have a partner. So I think that this gives us both the ability to one, hold each other accountable. And two, I think that the two of us, even without guests, as we're probably going to discover today, are great conversation. And we really, every conversation that I have with you, I'm not, there's not a point where, there's not at least one point where I'm not just laughing hysterically oh, or we're like, or, or we're not, <laughs> like, I'm always having like a good time when I'm talking with you and we always feel like we're, I feel like I'm getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like I, and it's the same. Like we've never had a conversation, first of all, that wasn't interesting, which is something I'm really excited about. So you do work in corporate America, but you're always on, right? You're talking to people all day long. 
you're almost playing a role at work because your job is to sell something. Yep. Whereas here on the podcast, your job is to just be Lukey. And I get to see and hear from you all the time. And you're interesting and you're entertaining. And I happen to think you're hilarious as well. So it's just two peas in a pod finally sitting down and pressing record on a microphone that's been sitting here in front of us for all this time that for whatever reason, again, we weren't ready and now we're ready. So it's the Be Rare podcast featuring Lukey B. So now we've known each other for four years, okay? Yeah. And I, you don't, you told and me you something don't interesting remember, right before we okay. you don't remember our first conversation. Yeah, I oh, do. You do. I do, okay. I do. Uh, I remember I was editing a video. I was at a kava bar and I was standing there like I always am just editing and you walked up and you said, I think to quote you, I think you said, what you editing little lady? <laughs> I was like, video, dude. Like, what do you want? And then we just struck up a conversation. I remember sitting there having a really pleasant conversation for like a good hour, but your record's different. So I remember all of that. My record of it was I was trying to figure out, like, because I saw you. I was on the other end of the Kava bar. Oh, he was talking. I was... and you looked super familiar. And I was oh, like, God. I was like, what? I don't know where I, I know, I don't know where I know this girl from, but I know, I know what she looks like. And I, and I was like, what the hell? I was like, what? What does she look like? And so I go over, everything happened just how you had said it did. And then, what you like, edit in, little what lady? You edit in, little lady. <laughs> and if you don't know Micah, Micah is probably one of the strongest women that you could probably meet. Like she, I mean, I wouldn't go that far. I don't know, dude. Like you, you could probably outlift me at this point. Okay, I don't think people look at me and think like. I, I think they think she's strong, but not like oh my gosh. No, I'm power not power athlete. No, I'm not gonna say that. But I. But, but I'm you, approachable. Is but what you, I'm you're saying. very, you're very okay. approachable. I'm Just not. Th- I'm sure. not saying that. And also. <laughs> It, for people that don't know who I am, I'm also 6'3". I'm, I'm not a small guy. I'm a pretty big dude and like, but besides point, we're getting off track. Um, okay, so you walk over. So we, so everything happened the way that she said. And then there was a point in the conversation where I was like, I need to ask her. Like, I was like, what's, I don't, I know you from somewhere. And you were like, no, you don't. I have never met you before. And I was like, I, I know you from somewhere. What's your last name? And, Michael, what's your last name? It's Rotunda. Oh, my God, your dad's IRS! And, and the conversation just plummeted from there. And you're like, oh, my God, this guy's a fucking mark. <laughs> and, I was, and as soon as I said it, I'm like, Gotta go. I couldn't help it. it. I was like, oh, man, I'm never going to have a conversation with this girl again. She's never going to come to the Tsukawa bar. And I was like, man... That was a really cool conversation until I ruined it, and I was like, ah, I hope that I hope <laughs> I'm just gonna shoot myself in the I foot. Hope, I hope that I get to apologize for that, and that's kind of leading me into. Um, I feel like every good radio show or good podcast, or at least for me, has a gimmick or a or a little bit of a bit. And so I propose there's a, there's a jar over here. I gotta get it really oh. quick. So <laughs> I from that little bit. There that, just so happened to be a jar. There, there happens to be Unplanned. a jar. Um, you need a pen. Um, so I'm a huge professional wrestling fan, 
and which is so funny. Okay. <laughs> well, well, before we go forward, like, so in that moment, you have to think about. I like grew up in a household of all professional wrestlers. Yep. Normally, when that happens, it's not a defense mechanism, but I'm like, okay, I don't know how much this person knows about me that I don't know about them. I shouldn't just, you know. I shouldn't walk away or make you feel like this conversation no, but, tanked, but I gotta be like, um. But at, but also at the time. I don't know you, you know me. No, but I it, yeah, and also at the time, I think that you there was like rumors, and this is how my brain works, is that around the chronologic timeline. The rise of, of Bray Wyatt. Professional I know wrestling what you're gonna say. Of the rise of Bray Wyatt, and they were like, oh, this this is Sister Abigail. I think that's what you asked me. Are you I, Sister Abigail? I don't know. I didn't ask you okay, that. Okay. I'm not that fucking dumb. Okay. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. I'm okay? self-aware. Enough. I'm self-aware. I mean, I love your dad, and I thought that. It's I love like, my dad too. Yeah, I, everyone should be a fan yeah. of the IRS. I wholeheartedly agree with that. I, I mean, even before that, but I'm not going to get into it right now. We're not. So okay. The, so the, back. Okay. The bit is that back to your jar. Uh, the jar is. It, so you know how, like, when you were a kid, I don't know, in your house, did you have a swear jar? No. No. My dad had, is a wrestler. I, I <laughs> I had a swear jar in my house because my dad was a car salesman and my mom uh, was the F&I manager at the same dealership when I was growing up. And so they swear like sailors. Same with probably professional wrestlers. And they didn't want to bring that It's usually Kizarni. Kizarni. This doesn't Kizarni. If you do that, it does not count. Uh, well, Allegedly. My dad and my mom put this swear jar in a place. And every time that you'd swear, you'd have to put a dollar in. And whoever didn't swear the most that okay. week got the money out of the jar. So what I'm doing here oh. is we're doing a swear jar and but instead of this instead of swearing, every time I say the W word, which is wrestling. <laughs> you have to put a dollar in in the jar. Hey, okay, I love this. This is great. The only exception to the rule is that if you bring up professional wrestling, God damn it. <laughs> Put a dollar in. Put a dollar I can't, in. I I'm can't. about to get rich. I can't. Put a dollar in. Uh, oh, look at that. I don't have a dollar in my wallet. I'll have what? to get out of my car. Venmo me. Oh, whatever. Whatever. Because we'll obviously I'm going to win. <laughs> All right. We'll count that as a dollar. We'll count that as a dollar. But, um, but if you bring it up, I can talk about it. Okay, that's totally fair. Which is going to really suck because Micah knows a lot of sports entertainers <laughs> that might come on the podcast. I'm going to have to call them sports entertainers in the intro. So, whatever. You, you'll learn it. I'll, you'll get, I'll get around it. I'll You're get around hang it. With it. So, what's happening in the world, Micah? What's uh, what's going on? Well. There's a lot going on. Uh, I wanted to do a full introduction of you, so I want you to talk a little bit more about yourself in a few minutes, but I think it's important because we are going to release this podcast tonight to touch on what's trending on Twitter because I pulled it up right now. Trending on Twitter in real time, it is currently March 12th, Thursday, March 12th. Vince McMahon. Never heard of him. Disney World. And then... Coronavirus. So big things happened today. Like I was working all day long and then all of a sudden I started getting notifications. I got phone calls about certain events that I'm involved with that are coming up here in St. Petersburg. Well, basically Mayor Kreisman made a public announcement live on TV that not only the Grand Prix is canceled, but Saturday morning uh, markets 
and all of their current events that are basically scheduled in the next month or so. Any public gatherings, basically, yeah. where there's going to be a mass amount Germs. of people. And if you've been living under a rock for, I don't know... I'm trying to. Um, ...the past, like, two weeks, um, the coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19... Nice. Um, yeah. Hashtag. Hashtag COVID-19. Let's uh, get this trending worldwide. Um, it is a... It is. It's already yeah, trending worldwide. It, <laughs> Let's not get it trending it is, worldwide. It is a pandemic. And it is it, a pandemic. It, it, it is a big deal. Um, but here's the one thing is when it, when, do you remember, uh, I don't know if you did this in high, in, in like school at all, but you remember, um, like COVID-19, it just remember, it reminds me of when you would write out pen 15. But I don't if, know what that means. Well, if you just look at it, it doesn't look like it's pen 15. It looks like it's penis written out. <laughs> <laughs> reminded me of. Like, the whole time, whenever somebody says COVID-19, I'm like, pen 15, cool. Awesome. Penis virus. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but... You can watch pen 15 online. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a free ad it's for too, them. Uh, that's a good plug. It's a good show. It's I've never so, watched it. It's so awkward. It's, it sounds awkward. But, um, but my girlfriend, she went to, uh, she went to Walmart today, and I was just like, yeah, so, hey, we need to like, because my work sent out an email that said, hey, be prepared. Get toilet paper. She went to the aisle and they didn't have any toilet paper. Okay, I was joking. I don't understand. didn't have any toilet paper. Here's the thing. It's like, how is it the first thing that you do? That's not what I'm grabbing. I'm grabbing, I'm, first of all, I'm grabbing oatmeal, rice, I'm grabbing peanut butter. I'm grabbing bottled water. I'm grabbing water. Bottled water booze. And like, Bears. yeah, and like canned food. I'm not like if I run out of toilet paper, I can wash a cloth. Yeah. I can use a sock. You know, I'm not. I mean, our ancestors did it fine with outhouses, and they, they were fine. They were fine. Also, like, Clorox wipes are just like disinfectant <laughs> wipes. Was your house disgusting before? Is my concern. Like, I feel like everybody went out and bought all the Lysol wipes that they could possibly gather. You're in no need of 15 bottles of Clorox wipes. Get a bottle of Lysol. And just spray that shit. Spray that. And then also spray spray disinfectant spray. So before all of this started, like, happening in the past week or so, when it was first by... um, Southeast by Southwest. Yeah, it was that was South, like the South by Southwest was sorry. the first one that it was the first music festival that had gotten like the big music festival because it's not just it's not one of those big name music festivals because it happens over the course of a week, right? Over in Austin, right? Which is so much revenue generated to Austin. Yeah. So for that to be canceled, that was really the first time in all of this that my eyebrow was truly raised for America. Now, I've been concerned for Italy and China, obviously, for weeks, because about a month ago, I had uh, on my radio show that I do on the weekends, I had one of my doctors come in and we touched on the coronavirus, precautionary things you can be doing, things you should be aware of, what you should actually know about it. And at the time it was contained, quote unquote, in China and we were groovy. Like things are moving along. We're gonna be fine. And then all of a sudden you've got it moving, 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 and next thing you know it's a pandemic. So now you've got major music festivals being canceled. I don't think that our society can handle uh can handle. Cancel. Can handle <laughs> you'll have to excuse me, I've been up since four AM. I don't think our society can handle cancel culture like that. Well, I think that 
our society today can't hansel, handle it because it, like, <laughs> fuck you with yes. this hansel bullshit. Hansel. Hansel. We're just making up words. Um, I don't know. How are you going to tell an American that they're just going to sit in their house? How are you going to tell an American that you can't get something in two days from Amazon? Right. That's, that's literally like what I'm thinking. It's like if Amazon's just like, hey, we're going to get rid of two-day shipping for a while. Like, people are going to lose their fucking minds. Yeah, you've got so many people who are already afraid to leave their homes in general or, I hate to say it, but too lazy to. So now they can't go to the store because the store doesn't have it and they can't order it online because Amazon's not shipping. Another thing that's crazy in my mind is sporting events. Right. March Madness got canceled. There's no March Madness. There's no March Madness. Um, They, before, so today is also a day where... The NBA season has officially been postponed. Um, unprecedented because Rudy Gobert, who is on the Utah Jazz, he contracted the coronavirus um, and is not showing symptoms. Good. F- I mean, that's good. I mean, he's got a healthy immune system, but also their star player, Donovan Mitchell, um, has contracted it. But What are the odds of that? It's, uh, you know, I don't know the math. Uh, you know, I'm not a mathematician. I'm not Flip a, this up. But from what I was hearing, from what uh, I heard from Adrian Wojnarowski on a YouTube that was on a YouTube video that was like just playing on a playlist, um, all 30 teams, every like every active player on a team has come in contact with the coronavirus on all 30 teams. Because they travel so much. Because they travel so much. And also, Rudy Gobert is in the starting lineup of the Utah Jazz. Mm. And he is known. He, his nickname is the Stifle Tower because it, I, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like that. Um, but he's known for his shot blocking ability huh. and his defense. And what's what are you doing when you're playing defense when... Boxing you're, out. You're boxing up and you're body Booties people. on bodies. Yeah, booties on booties. Booties on booties. Booties yeah. on booties. <laughs> but I thought this was contracted <laughs> through the mouth. But anyways, uh, <laughs> to move forward, that's terrifying because we will bring up wrestling. And I don't care if I have to put a dollar in the jar. My family travels all over the world. Yeah. You know, and my brother and my father were in Saudi Arabia last week. And I was concerned about them going in general. Um, but you just think about life and culture and so many people who travel for a living how could this not become a pandemic so what concerns me here and i'll get into my theories on all this in a few minutes (laughs) is how can something of this caliber this virus go so undetected through so many different methods of vaccinations for for no preparation to be put in place to have some type of vaccine because coronavirus itself is not new no if you think about it like 20 years ago we had SARS right right and then then in the Middle East uh, around the same time we had MERS and they're the same they're similar type coronavirus Um, both have different um, reactions to temperature SARS died down when the temperature heated up Um, MERS was over in the Middle East went from camels to humans um, didn't die down when it, when the temperature would heat up, because obviously in the Middle East it's fucking hotter than hotter than hell. Um, but yeah, the, the heat way, index is like 120. Index, it's crazy every day. It's crazy year round. Um, but the way that they were able to get ahead of that was through proper quarantining and being able to isolate people and to keep a rotation within hospitals and making sure that people were being taken care of that way. Well, that's where I'm at with the quarantine aspect is you're not going to be able to quarantine Americans. 
We are such a go, go, go society. For instance, I've been six different places in one day. Oh, Big Dick Rick is here. <laughs> Have you ever met, you met Luke at the Christmas party? What's going on, man? Uh, I don't think we shook hands. Yeah, now we did. What's that? Is that for you to work from home? Yeah. Oh, it is. Yep. We're talking coronavirus if you want to get a mic. Oh. <laughs> 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 I got to get to the gym. All right, all right. Well, my point is, I'll, I'll just end it. Um, my point is, is that we're such a go, go, go society. I think it is humanly impossible for Americans to stop moving. And in China, they're under a dictatorship. Like, they tell them to stay home. They tell them not to go to school. They tell them not to go on the Internet. Like, they're not doing that. Right. We have Americans who can't even stop at red lights or, you know, abide to paying their taxes. They're not going to listen to, hey, you can't go to the grocery store. You can't go to that bar. So what are you trying to say, Mike? Are you trying to say that is this is you trying to are you conspiracy? Is this a conspiracy theory? Are so are you? I do have a theory. Oh. OK, here's my theory. What, what's your I theory? have a couple of theories now. So the last time we talked. <laughs> About oh, 24 last, hours last ago. Last time we talked was yesterday. I know. <laughs> My brain's very busy. It's very busy. So yesterday I talked to you about how I I was sitting and I was having my little fresh kitchen bowl, enjoying it, and then I had this thought that dawned on me, and I was trying to order something that was going to come from Europe uh, from my phone, and I go, I don't trust the packaging. I don't <laughs> trust it right now. I'm not going to buy what I need because it's coming from Europe. And then I thought a little bit deeper about it. And what if the coronavirus is all, I'm not saying it's a hoax by any means, but it's a, it is a virus that is a ploy to destroy global economy by the Chinese government. Oh. So they're controlling all of different uh, trades, modalities of ordering, shipping, buying, purchasing, traveling, Everything that we do day to day, first of all, that we take for granted, and second of all, that would require expenditures from any of us. So major music festivals, think about the billions of dollars of revenue just this week that have depleted, just yep. here in a couple of different states. Yep, and also Live Nation um, lost, I think yesterday, 17% of their value overnight. Right, and then we haven't even touched on the stock markets. Mm-mm. It's crazy. So how can a virus that there was no preparation, I won't say no preparation because our healthcare system, they bust their ass. Their bust their ass is like every healthcare professional that we come in contact with, don't hug them because we don't want to be hugging right now. Correct. But give them a thumbs up, give them a high five, celebrate them. Don't give them a high five, I take that back to you. Just give them a thumbs up from afar. Stay six feet away. Give them a peace sign or a shaka. Just say, hey, I appreciate you because I know how overwhelming the situation must be because they're doing everything in their power to take care of the masses of people who are showing up at the hospital. Right. Some even being treated like in the hallways, right? But they don't have a vaccination for this virus. How come, how come there's no sort of vaccination that could trace back to this strain? And China seemed to quarantine real quick. Well, here's, so here's, I'm going to challenge you on this one. because I want to be challenged. Bring it on. I'm going to challenge you. Okay. Um, so the thing about that whole entire situation with China is that it, they were trying to contain that and to cover it up for quite a little bit before the news had broken out that 
it was an actual issue. Um, if you remember, the person that had discovered it had died from it. That was in, I forget what the town is in China. Okay. And I might be getting this completely wrong. So whoever's listening to this and they're just like, Luke, you're a fucking idiot. Hey. <laughs> I'm headline smart, okay? <laughs> I'm headline smart, and I listen to David Muir at 6.30. You great, know. great. Um, but they, but it was contained in China for a while, and they were downplaying it, and they were trying to cover this up because they didn't want this to be, they want, didn't want to get it, they didn't want this to get out. They didn't right. want this to get out to their people because China, I don't know if you know this about China. It's bigger than America, and they have well, what? <laughs> and the the way that their economy is built is from the top down, not the not the bottom up. The way that America's is, mm-hmm. um, and there are not as many resources in China as there are in America, and so it's there is also not any. There's far more freedom in America. Yeah, we get the free will of doing whatever we want, whenever we want to, and researching it if we want to on the interweb, whether it's true or not. Yep. Um, and it's just, I think that for them, they did such a poor job of containing it that it got out, and they got it got completely out of their hands, and mm-hmm. they weren't able to control it. And one thing led to another, and now we have this global pandemic based off of this thing. That we really we really don't know what it is. Right. Like it. I mean, we don't know where. I mean, we know uh, it's a virus. We know it's a virus. We know it's it. It is a corona strain, but we really don't know, like, how lethal this thing can be, and whether it's how it's going to react to warm weather. If it's going to strengthen, if it's going to sustain, or whether it's going to die off, like it was SARS. We really don't know. We're still in this infantile stage, and this. The shit with Italy scares the crap out of me. Yeah. Because Italy is a Western country. And Northern Italy, because of how ill-prepared they were, it shows to me what can happen to America and how seriously we need to take this. And I would rather us be handle this thing with kid gloves and look back on it and be like, oh, you remember that time that we had that flu come through? What was it? COVID-19 reminded me of... Penis 15, pen 15, pen 15 virus? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so people, I agree with you. People could mock and say, you know, like, we're overreacting. This is too much precautionary measurements. But at the same time. I'd rather overreact to something. In the headlines right now, coronavirus update. State of emergency emergency declared in New York City. Gatherings of 500 people or more are banned. That's being safe, okay? It's fine. Somebody in that crowd has contracted the virus, and then they get around one person, next person, next person shares a drink. That's your, our worst nightmare. Then yep. those 500 people have now come in contact with the coronavirus, and then you've got 500 more people in a hospital that we don't have a vaccination for this virus that we don't know necessarily what is. Yep. Meanwhile, just like you were saying in Italy, there's headlines saying complete saturation, Italian hospitals receiving new coronavirus patients every five minutes. Like, that would be worst case scenario. So the best thing we can do, as much as none of us want to go on this lockdown, and I'm joking, saying, like, we can't do this. Yes, we can. So if our government, if our governor, who did say on on Monday he's declaring a state of emergency, and now our local mayors are declaring that they're going to cancel local events, follow the guidelines. Just be safe. Like... If you don't, if you don't mind getting sick, just think about somebody else 
make this go away. Yep. That's all we can do is make this go away so that we can all keep going on with our lives. Because everybody has a living to make, like a lot of livelihoods are being messed with right now. For instance, like when I train at the gym, those are hourly sessions. I can't train. I don't make those hourly sessions. Same thing with radio. I go on the radio station. If we can't broadcast, can't go on the radio station. Yep. So it looks like you and I, Luke B., we're going to lock down quarantine here and just record <laughs> podcasts if we have to. I Yeah, I mean, we had, a, we had a couple of clients that called in to my office today, and they they asked us what our what our procedures were going to be. Like, what, how are we going to be handling this situation? And it all of a sudden became real. I was like, oh, wow. Right. Okay, we're, this is, like, this oh, there's, is, a, there's this stuff is, we have to do? This is a thing that's happening. And I was like, it's not, <laughs> it's not just a thing that's, ha- like, that, that we have to do, because I, I was expecting it, but it all of a sudden became, the gravity of it was like, oh, people are going to be out of work. Yeah. Like, and I, and what I do for a living, I not only sell stuff, but I'm also a staff, I, I'm a recruiter. I'm a headhunter by trade. And I get people out to work. And it's weird because we have a lot of pharmaceutical and nutraceutical companies around here. And you cannot be sick around food. You can't be sick around food product. You can't be sick around pharmaceutical product. And there's a lot of companies that are considering right now going on complete lockdown. Not even, not even having the possibility of doing production because they don't want to have a contaminated product because that's even worse than that's that's worse than anything like you gave somebody a virus like you had the ability to stop something and you didn't right all for the sake of the, the almighty dollar all the sake for the almighty dollar and at some point we just I think the the thing that excuse me um, the thing that you're getting at is that this is something that we can get through for sure like we as human beings have gone through a lot worse and I know that this is the first big scare of kind of my generation I mean past 9-11 but like this is like the first big scare of kind of the 2000s yeah as far as a virus or something that could potentially well it is a pandemic that could potentially affect your health but we're in Florida we go through hurricane season every single year and year after year there is this Okay, there's this storm in the Gulf. It's coming at us. Everybody get prepared. Everybody buy all the water, buy all the gas, buy all the food, and everybody panics. <sighs> oh, it didn't hit us. It turned. Okay, right. but either way, it's in that moment that we monger a lot of fear, and all of us become these like almost terrified human beings to go on with our lives. But I say all of this to say that let's say we did get quarantined, we're not losing power. We're no. still gonna have internet. We're still going to have food supply. We're not getting cut off completely from all of our goods and means. We just have to stay home for a little while. You know, I'm, I'm, if you put it like that, let's say that the You're internet, chilling. let's say if the internet does go down. Why would the internet go down? But let's, I'm just being the devil's advocate right here. Okay, so you but think it's a conspiracy but let's, theory. I, you know what? It's China. <laughs> Pick your side. <laughs> Pick it's your China. side. I want to go conspiracy, so and it, you shot it down. So I'm not, I'm not shooting it down. I'm just, I'm just trying to play all sides here, Mike. Okay, I'm play playing, the sides. I'm playing the sides. But here's the thing, is that let's say that the worst case scenario happens, except for looting and except for like people going into people's houses. Let's okay. say that that's off the table. 
That's not gonna happen. But let's let's Why say. Why is that gonna happen? But it's not gonna happen. See, everybody's like, I need artillery. I need. <laughs> no. Like no. No, you need but, to stay home so you don't get sick. It's like when you get you go to school and your tummy hurts and your teacher says, I need you to go to the clinic and go home so the other kids don't get sick. That is the premise of staying quarantined. So let's say that I go into quarantine. Okay. And the internet's down and somehow the phone towers, the the cell phone towers are out. Okay. So I'm in my house. By myself. Going crazy. No internet, no phone. That sounds lovely. And I'm eating a bowl of ramen. Oh, man. That's, you know that's what? your food of choice? Well, that's what I've stockpiled. So on. that was my question. Okay. Two <laughs> questions here. Let's take a break from all of this. This is stressful. Like, the coronavirus stuff does stress me out. And I do think that every time you do dive into the news, it does monger a lot of fear. Yeah. But it's better to be informed than just completely in the blind thing. I'm like, oh, everything's groovy. Go and keep going. Um, but big question. Number one, you got to go buy food. You're going to live off ramen. I'm eating, I'm eating ramen for two straight weeks, Micah. You're going to put like egg in it. You're going to yeah, put some putting, pork I'm put, belly. I'm putting a poached egg in there every time. Okay. And I'm putting sriracha with some bean sprouts. Okay. Yeah. I, I can see that. I'm just living off popcorn. I think that I would take the quarantine challenge to solely... And this is against everything I live by. Did you just make the quarant? Did you just make something up? Did you make a quarantine challenge? Yeah. Like it's the ice bucket challenge? Yes. This what are we raising money for Luke Garrett's disease or something like that? Stop it. No, no, no. This is the quarantine food challenge. You have to pick one food and you have to live off of that and solely that for however long you're quarantined. So you're living off of popcorn and Bud Light seltzer. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you know? How did you? Well, I would have tequila too. I'd have to throw some tequila in there. You know, balanced diet. But it goes against, it's contradictory to everything I preach, which is proper macronutrients, carbs, fats, protein. For a little while, I just want to be like, hey, me and the popcorn diet, we're going we're gonna to feel this out. We're going to see what happens. And then the Bud Light Seltzer, got to stay hydrated, a little refreshing. It'll work. And then tequila to put to your bed. Yeah. Second question. This is morbid, but like I have this question for everybody. Normally I use like death row. Let's say you you know you're going to pass. Right. What's your last meal? Like what's the last meal you're going to eat? And it can be from anywhere. Let's say it cannot be infected and not been touched by anybody who has coronavirus. Like it's the perfect last meal. And you're groovy. If I'm going to get... Damn, you put me on the spot right here. Groovy's my word of the day, if you didn't know this, by the way. I'm going to put a quarter in the jar for every time I say groovy. Groovy? Okay. We both have to put a quarter in now. Groovy and the W word. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Groovy. (laughs) There's my dollar. (laughs) There's your dollar in there. Um... Man, that's tough because there's like You don't so have much... an answer? Uh, What's well, your I favorite mean, food, Luke? Well, I wouldn't do my favorite food. I wouldn't do that. I would. What? I think that, no. Why would you? It's your last meal. Yeah. Why not try something different? I'd get probably like a wet. <laughs> oh, so get, like if your stomach I'd hurts, like, you're like, it like, doesn't matter. Dude, I'm dying anyways. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Be like, hey, I know that this is weird, but have you ever seen... You know, that, have you ever seen like in those sushi places where they just put like a live octopus on the table? That's what I want or some shit like that. Or what? Like, yeah, like something weird. Like, I've had that, like day to day. You've had that. 
I haven't had like just like a live octopus like sitting on the table. Like, Very if, chewy. I feel like I would fuck with the person that like at, like if I was on death row and they like, what do you want? Be like, I'm a, <laughs> <laughs> or, like a raccoon with like two deviled eggs or something like that. <laughs> something dumb. Just like you're like, oh, that's really your last meal? Yeah. What the fuck do you think it is? <laughs> raccoon and two deviled eggs. With a raccoon and two deviled eggs and one of them like kinda spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> can you put some paprika on can top you, too? Yeah, can you, hey, hey, just like soak it in cayenne. So you really you've never thought about this? No, I've never thought about this. Uh, that's a disappointment. I yeah, I know. I'm like yeah I'm so boring, you know. I don't think about death row meals. What would you? Let's 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 flip it on its head. What would you do for your last meal? Obvious. I would eat chicken shawarma with hummus and baba ganoush with a side of tum and like some fresh pita. Damn. You get and some tabbouleh naan. too. You get some naan. And some feta. Like I'm going out. I'm doing it. I'm doing it right. Damn. I can't believe you never thought about this. No. I'm, Everybody thinks about this. I don't, I don't think. Maybe only like, my I family think thinks that, about this. We've had this discussion so many times. Like every year, we have we revisit this conversation. I'll ask my brothers, like, and I'm like, "What did you have?" Your brother has the Terminator tattooed on his hand. Is that what that is? I don't know. You uh, tell me, but it looks like the ter- <laughs> it looks like the Terminator while he's like getting melted into like like in that last scene where he's like getting melted. Well, maybe his, his last meal, he's like, "I just want lava. Just bring me, <laughs> bring me a pail if of lava, can, and I'll melt the floor." And Wyndham's the only person that I can see that would be like, "Yeah, just give me lava. Just give <laughs> Take me lava. a pail of lava. It's, it's so metal. Just give me lava." <laughs> If you're listening to this, Wyndham, I've never met you. Please don't take offense to that. <laughs> you couldn't murder me. Don't take offense to that. I feel like he would enjoy that. Like, yeah, I could do some lava. Yeah, I could eat some lava. I like this guy. He's putting me over real hard. God. Well, like I said, uh, coronavirus, right? The popcorn diet, that's where I think that I could prove to myself that if there was something like this pandemic turned into a survival of the fittest to prove to the world and myself that I could survive solely off popcorn for at least a month of my life I'd be like I knew it how did, how I mean, did two weeks turn to a month I don't know you never know how long it's going to go I can look in the mirror and just be like you but, can live through anything now but, you just ate but, popcorn so, for 30 days straight what are you going to do next I'm like I'm going to Disney when they open it back up but right now it's closed so my question to you is, to piggyback off of that, do you think that it would, like, being able to ha- know that in the back of your head, being like, hey, I can totally eat popcorn for the rest of my life. I can eat popcorn and drink Bud Light Lime Seltzer. It, that's it. Do you think that would ruin, like, the motivation side of Micah? Where it's like, no, I gotta do, I gotta go and I gotta do this and be like, no. Nah, me? I actually have proven to myself well, don't have to go. I can actually just sit down and eat cook cookie flavored can popcorn. Can I hear a little more of the impersonation of me? I, no, I, don't I want just to, gotta go and I just gotta go and do stuff. <laughs> yeah, where to next? I just karate kicked jerk. in the air. Yeah, I'm an I'm first class asshole over here. I just gotta go and do stuff. I didn't know. I did. I was very impressed with how high that kick was for that karate kick. Yeah. <laughs> Coronavirus got you inspired. Yes, that pen um, But to answer virus, your question, yeah. I think that, you know, that's a great source of carbohydrates and glycogen storage and glucose. I could hit the backyard with my kettlebell. I'd be, I'd be chilling. So wait a minute. 
you're going to still exercise while you have the flu. I'm, I'm not you're getting the flu. To... I'm in quarantine. <laughs> no, but the whole point of being in quarantine <laughs> is that you've contracted or coming to contact no. with somebody with the virus. That's not true. I'm going into quarantine because we're on lockdown. <laughs> no. I'm trying not to get the virus until it's clear. But and if the you're CDC's like, oh, good, you can go back outside. Once that's clear, I'll go back outside, but I'm going to chill inside my until then. My hurts from this. With my kettlebell, my popcorn. <laughs> And your, an occasional cocktail. Your zombie kettlebell? Yeah, that's actually not my kettlebell. That's not your kettlebell. But that's the kettlebell I could use. That's true. I would probably buy, okay, this would be my survival kit. I'd buy a set of kettlebells. From China? No. Okay. I don't know where I'd find them, <laughs> but I'd find them locally, support local business you'd always. So I'd get... You'd source your kettlebells locally. Can we just throw out there that my food supply for the coronavirus just walked away across my house? He's got to get down that pre-workout that he just got. <laughs> pre-workout and Oreo yeah. popcorn. He's on to it. I know he has to go to the gym, but... Thank you. What we got? You... You have been impacted by the coronavirus today, so hold up, hold up. Oh, that's good. Oh, shoot. Oh, that's Where's good. the other mic? Dude. I don't have the other mic. Why did I get you this? This Lukey, is bad. This is dangerous. Throw the mic on Rick. I'm going to throw the mic on Rick. I'm going to go and take a piss real quick. So Ricky's joining the podcast right now. Ricky and I live together. Ricky was sent home from work today with something in his hands. Right. Yes, so yesterday you told me you're going to start working from home. Yeah. So, my boss told me yesterday, he was like, we're probably going to have you remote in any day now, but I didn't realize it was going to be today. Oh, so you went to work. And he told me, he was like, <laughs> he's like, today's the day, you're going to go home. And, uh, but he took a, he took a half day, so he was like, you should probably stay for the rest of the day, and then tomorrow, you're good, you're so going to stay home. Okay, so your so, industry very specifically has to do this. Mm, no. no, all my friends are also staying home to work. I'm not. Remotely. And I work one-on-one with people. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. One-on-one isn't bad. The thing is we get in meetings with like 50 people. people. Okay. And so they stopped that like last week or two weeks ago. Because... It's- well, any groups of 500 or more are banned in New York City now, and I foresee that's kind of the general standard yeah. across the state. So I don't know if you saw the announcements earlier. Mayor Rick Kreisman announced that the Grand Prix is canceled this weekend, along with all other events for the uh, events. I think within the next 30 days, wow. including Rise Up. So that's going to be rescheduled. Reggae Rise Up is not canceled; it's rescheduled. Yeah. Dates to be announced. Just check out social media. But crazy because this is all becoming real yeah so we out here nba is suspended i know no march madness okay so you work from home tomorrow do you have everything you need to work from home you you'll continue to make money like yeah yeah yeah, i'll get money but (laughs) i'll get money (laughs) but no it's better to be at the office because you have all your tools you have uh, especially since i work with like Scanners and stuff. Mm. And you don't have me at your office <laughs> distracting you or rapping about memos. I know. Which that's on the MO for my coronavirus quarantine agenda is to <laughs> make a Moo Moo song. Yeah. So I have a Moo Moo collection that I'm very proud of, and it's time to bring into fruition like my Moo Moo raps. So we have no excuses now. If we're going to be locked in this house, we're going to make a lot of podcasts 
and we're gonna make a lot of moo moo raps. So we'll get ready. <laughs> hey, I'll dance. I'll dance in the moo moo. Will you rap? No, man. Okay. I'll take the no, dancing. I'll take the dancing. I'll take what I can get. Well, this is gonna be interesting. Um, how long are you off work? Or Not how long? Off. Okay, okay, okay. How long do you work from home? You have no idea. Indefinite. Indefinite? What if it's forever? You're going to work in your cell forever? I mean... By cell, I mean nice house. As long as as I'm getting money. This is insane. Well, what about those who are reliant on hourly pay or pay by session? What, What do they do? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> it's one-on-one, so it's like, I don't know, you can control the environment a little bit better. Lysol. I'm just going to, when people walk in to train with me, I'm going to support them with Lysol. Our facility has 700 people. Okay, that's a lot of people. Yeah, you got to shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, we're trying to avoid shutting down, so we're bringing, we're sending everybody home that can work from home. Which so is they you. Won't, so mm-hmm. they won't bring in the virus. Doesn't that make you question everything? Like, why don't I get, just get to work from home every day? Well, I know. It actually questions a lot of... Well, I think that this is going to restructure the way that our American economy is, like, shaped. Like, do we really need to go to an office building if you work on a computer all day? Like, or can't you just work from home? But the scary part the scary part about that is, is that if they figure out that I can work from home... <laughs> What the hell? My coronavirus stash is gone. Mike away from his face. And show with the popcorn in his mouth. That was hilarious. You can eat the popcorn, I'm kidding. No. Mm-hmm. It was a joke. Fat me. I would never fat shame you. Okay. So if people realize that I can work that I can work from home and not go into work, they'll just outsource my job to like India. No. Yeah. What do you do? Oh, I'm a I'm a computer engineer. Yeah. At, at my facility. Hundred percent India. Yeah. I'm so sorry, man. So if they can figure, God. like, I have to make sure that they need me at the office, mm. or else they they can outsource me. I I feel that. So I've had that same opinion on. Like corporate jobs or desk I'm out jobs. Here, guys. Thanks, Rick. Thanks, Rick. You're allowed to go it's work nice out now. You, Get your popcorn. So I've had that opinion on like corporate jobs or even sales jobs and that kind of stuff where you're out, you're supposed to be prospecting, going on meetings. What's the point of showing up at the office whenever you can get twice as much done? But there's something to be said about productivity when you have to get up, get dressed, like put on your business clothes and just clock in kind of, even though you're not physically like, I'm here at 8.05. Something to be said about just the productivity of that. It's that it's, you're putting yourself into that mindset. It's not that you become, I wouldn't even say like when I do it, I become a different person, but there's something to be said about that process where it's, you're going, you're doing the task, you're putting those clothes on to do that task, you're trying to execute a plan to its fullest extent, working that plan until it's finished. You clock out, you go home. Right. Right? Um, and, I mean, it's the same thing with, with the gym. I don't know if you have a home gym. Do you have a home gym here? Mm-hmm. Yeah? I can't do that. Like, I can't. Like, it's hard because, like... Well, I I'm coach at, at a gym, right? So that it literally feels like it's my home. I spend... I probably spend more time at the gym than I do in my actual house. Yeah. 
So it is my safe haven. And that there's something about gym culture, especially the one I coach at, it's like, it's our place. Yeah. It is a safe place. If something did happen, I think I would actually quarantine there because it is so clean. We gotcha. clean it every single day. Like Lysol wipes, like everything that you can think of is wiped down, touched, sanitized daily. Yep. That being said, I think there's the most important thing about going and checking in somewhere is we all need purpose. Human beings need purpose and we yep. need somewhere to be and somewhere to show up. And that's why working out has been so rudimentary and fundamental in my life and in my career is that the first thing I'll do is check in and check off my workout because I've already done something for the day. So in the military, they talk about making your bed every morning because that's like the first thing you do and you've already checked something positive off your list. Well, going to the gym is no different because you're doing something that's only beneficial to your health and your wellness and your state of mind. Now, if we can't go anywhere because coronavirus People are going to get depressed too. They're going to be locked in their home, like their homes. All of our normal routine is going to be thrown off. I'm speaking for myself when I say this. Yeah. Can I go for a run still? Like, I don't know. Is the outside world infected? Obviously, it's not that contagious, but I feel like we're all getting to that point now where we're living in fear of, which I wanted to avoid altogether. Right. But I think that that's also because we're surrounded by it, right? Because it's so prevalent and because we live in not even a 24-7 news cycle. We're past that, where it's like you get a notification on your phone whenever something happens. The right. president the president can text you. Like, that's a real thing that happens. On I miss a, your president. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, the, but information can get to us at any time, at that any quaint. point, at the snap of a finger. And that's and that's the thing that I think the reason why we have such a connection to it and the reason why it's so prevalent as even more so than how SARS was um, is that we are able to share information. We have all this information. We have all this information, and everybody's able to share and compare experiences instantaneously. Be like, oh, I'm out in California. We just had this quarantine happen. Oh, we're having it in Washington. Oh, wait a minute. We just had two cases in Tampa. We had one in St. Pete. Oh, wait a minute. Rudy Gobert just had one. It just is, it's this perpetual cycle of, like, it's ramping up and ramping up, and it just keeps getting worse, and people are freaking out, and I think that there's a lot of uneducated people that are being fed a lot of information, and they don't know how to detach themselves from that information, realize that it's not directly happening to them yet, and forming a game plan of like, oh, if this does happen, what are we going to do? Right. It goes back to like the Italy issue. Okay. Like I have, I have a close personal friend right now posting. I've seen many people in the U.S. writing about how COVID-19 outbreak and coronavirus is being over-exaggerated. That's just like the flu. And even if it, even if I get it, I won't die. So that's the that's the initial response right. that the majority of us have especially you and I we're young we're active we're healthy we feel like we're invincible still we're still in that stage of our Correct. life but if this does get here think about our parents think about our aunts or uncles yep. our grandparents if they're still here with us it is going to directly impact them it can yep. it it's going to impact that population boomers it's uh <laughs> <laughs> Boomers. <laughs> I would throw boomers in there. Uh, 
So to bring awareness to it is super important because it shouldn't be taken lightly. You know, this is a pandemic. This is real. It should be as precautionary as possible. But I don't want people to be super fearful No. at the same time. I mean, it's... it's I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy and be like it was inevitable. But something like this, especially with how large the human population is, we're close to around eight billion people, if not surpass that at this Ooh, point. It's a lot. Uh, and the fact that we come in contact with animals so much, and especially over in Asia where they have these open markets, where they're having. They don't have the same standards of sanitation. Yeah, there's as fish and stuff. It's all strewn across. And even in America, we don't have levels of sanitation that are enforced strictly all the time, 110. percent Not even like in New Orleans. <laughs> have you ever the been to a, mu- have you ever been to a music festival? <laughs> like right. Like, like this was going to happen. Like yeah. This this was eventually going to happen, and the fact that it took the year 2020 for this to transpire the way that it has and that we can kind of see it coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that we could be in a lot worse situation than what we are now. Yes, we yeah. could. And uh, I think like parting thoughts would just be wash your hands, right? Wash your hands often. Don't be afraid. I mean, be aware of stuff, stay informed, but don't be afraid to go outside and right. continue to live your life. Just abide by whatever rules and regulations are being put into place, whether it's at work, whether it's from your mayor, whether it's from the governor, the president, yep. so on and so forth. And what else you have? The thing that comes to mind is you got to be present of mind and you got to be present in your body. And if you don't feel good, do not risk it. Do yeah. not risk it. Don't go to work. Don't go and see your friends. Go to the doctor. Go to the doctor. Don't be a hero. And also, um, don't shake people's hands. I know that. I know that. I know that. That's. I and I'm like. I'm. You're a hugger. I'm I'm a hugger and I'm a handshake guy. But like, when people come into my office now, especially this week, I interview people. I'm not shaking their hand. And I'm not. And it's not. Even if they sanitize right in front of me. Even if they sanitize right in front of me, I'm not. I'm not shaking your hand. And it's nothing (laughs) against. I'm not. It's nothing against you. I'll say. I'll. Just demeanor, though. I can. Sorry, I'm not going to shake. I start the conversation out by it and be like, "Hey, I'm just letting you know there's a lot of weird stuff going around, and I am not shaking your hand. And it's nothing personal. Wow. It's nothing personal, but I would rather just we're going to have an understanding, and at the end of it, we can. Air shake. Air shake. <laughs> well, air shake. Or air we'll five. Pound, or we'll pound it, but I'm not shaking your hand. And Peace I, and, sign and shaka. But I, it's just, be, and the reason why I'm doing it is not because I'm afraid for myself, but because. Well, you don't you, know where you've been. Well, it's not just. Yeah. Not you, but the, the other, other person. person. And if somebody else comes in and they don't have, they're not in good health like I am. Sure. Like I now have, like now I feel like shit because this person oh well I, oh, I had know. no idea you, you had a compromised you had immune a, system yeah I didn't know that you had a compromised immune system and I didn't know the guy that was before you his sister's brother's mother just got back just from Italy. got back from Italy right. had the time of her life but also has coronavirus you know whatever <laughs> ate all the pasta drank ate, all the wine but now we're in trouble and now has pen we're not laughing we're not virus. taking this lightly but 
I think this was really important that we covered this. Um, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Loki I, B on the track. Uh, uh. We're going to get into a lot of episodes where we're going to freestyle and we're gonna, you're going to be part of the Moo Moo Rap that we talked about earlier, whether you're prepared for that or not. But I want to thank you for being part of the Be Rare podcast. Welcome. We're going to do this again real, real soon. Next real, week real to be soon. exact. Exactly. To be exact. At 6 o'clock, be there. Well, that's when we'll be here. Oh, that's when we'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> but we can really but you can back. be there with yes. us by listening in your car or something. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, somewhere. But as long as you're driving safely and you use yeah. CarPlay and you're not touching your phone because don't text and drive. But anyways, thank you for listening to the Be Rare Podcast. This has been real. This has been fun. It's been real fun. It's been real fun. I'm Michael Rotunda, and this is Lukey B. Lukey B, where we can find, where can we find you on the socials? You can find me on Instagram at Lukey B Picks, and that's P-I-X. We can find me on Facebook, just Luke Burton on Facebook. You, you want to put present. your personal Facebook out there? Uh, you can edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving it now. I'm not. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, you know what? I probably should do that. You yeah, like to make your like page. Why don't we make a like page? Yeah. Lukey B. Lukey B. Pigs. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Just <laughs> 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 Until next time, keep it real, y'all.